listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's time to roll my sleeves up, fuck a few MCs up, another rough cut from the crew that won't ease up. Alcoholic click, aka the 40 downers flip rhymes like Calvin flip fries a quarter pounders. I never drink it dry cause I might spill my drink. I failed a breathalyzer so they took me to the clink. Niggas earling in the sink cause they can't fade the Cisco from the old school but I never rocked the disco. Loops from the groups that like to smash the bitches. The licks is hitting hookers like a gangster hitting switches. Front to the back to the side to the side and we can dance with these bitches but no electric slide and i'm about to flip but first i'm about to sip off the 40 ounce of brew that i was saving for the trip back to the lab because all i do is bang cuts then i hang around my group like a dick hang with nuts hey welcome to the black Outers podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a saturday morning ready to do y'all's feedback that's right uh saturday morning uh blackout tips podcast is where we talk about all the things you guys had to say uh over the past uh time that we had off okay um we got a few um i think we got maybe it's just one one star review when's the last time we did a feedback show i'm trying to see last saturday was it last saturday Saturday? i don't know i don't know why i got these marked off as blending okay so it looks like we have um three or four new um new ones uh five star reviews which is always a treat uh love to get these uh dope five star reviews we do um yeah last time was the 16th so we got one two three four um uh and of course um we uh will read your emails we'll read your um comments on our polls on our website Mm -hmm. if we have any voicemails we'll play those yes um you know we'll try to do it all guys because uh we appreciate y'all taking the time yeah this show is y'all show y'all make the content for this one yeah the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and let's get to the people that donated to the show um let me play y'all song um should already had this queued up but let me play y'all song real quick and uh we'll um why am i not finding a uh, oh there it is all right and then we'll uh we'll read your your names i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day nidra d recurring donator thank you very much nidra yeah or is it nidra uh nicholas z thank you so much for your recurring donation mm-hmm. laura e we appreciate you we do christina s thank you so much mm-hmm. rita may c appreciate you hey rita may uh bomani jones I feel like i just read his name last week but yes thank hey, you Bo. uh miss hathaway thank you so much mm-hmm. keep singing woman pete b appreciate you we do renate m thank you Mm-hmm. Olivia from Chicago, thank you. Hey, baby. David from Brooklyn, thank you. All the way from Brooklyn. Ricky A, pretty Ricky, what to call him? Mm-hmm. Appreciate your recurring donation. We Film do. Press Comics, thank you. Mm-hmm. Renita N, thank you. Hey, Renita. Armand B, thank you, Armand. And he's a brand new recurring donor. Yeah, I think we hey, met hey, him man. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hey, Speaking baby. of which, Calfani G, met him in Seattle. Hey, baby. It's, it's weird when you know the people. I know, right? Brina H, thank you so much. Chris from Hawaii, we appreciate you, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna F, thank you, Brianna. Mm-hmm. 
april g thank you so much april april conrad l the official first time recurring donator of the show thank you i mean he been booked lately uh cory the tickler thank you so much mm-hmm. uh tabitha m thank you and that's everybody thank you so much everybody let me play out from heaven like a shower five-star reviews on itunes we got mm-hmm. a few uh so let's see here i think the first one is um, um all right i think this is the first one tran din says great podcast five stars um rod and karen are awesome love them and their insight thank you thank you appreciate you mm-hmm. uh uh ornacia i hope i'm pronouncing that right or maybe it's ornacia uh rod and karen didn't come to play they came to slay five stars oh by Onesia lopez thank you i can't get enough of tbgwt i've been a listener now for going on three years and decided to download itunes just so i could finally leave a review i'm an android user hashtag just saying y'all are the grown cousins i wish i had got me cackling all the time with my headphones on at work i'm in a commercial kitchen so i'm surrounded by lots of people passing by wondering what the f is so funny i love how accessible y'all are on social media too my plan for 2018 is to go premium and hopefully make it to the next negro con i'm on the west coast ride karen much love thank you well baby if android if android get get a, a platform you can leave reviews be reading them to tell android to get on it yeah thank you so much for the review mm-hmm. we thank you baby and uh yeah we appreciate it you know i like being accessible as long as we can you know our fans yeah. are pretty cool they are lady lanny says uh episode 1580 episode 1585 stars i was at work while listening so i couldn't indulge in the glass of wine i must say i've never been more hydrated than listening to this episode thank, <laughs> thank you for what you do i'm sure my coworker thinks i'm crazy for my random outbursts of laughter that's what we're here for that's why we're, that's why we're here so your coworkers think you crazy my faves five stars by ek hines who says my go-to for all things black with the black power fist emoji thank you appreciate you mm-hmm. uh and love this show by miss chinks who says funny insightful informative i've been listening for months now and i can't get enough of these two this is my my daily dose of blackness i listen on the way to work at, at work after work and i'm always caught laughing real ratchety or doing my <laughs> doing my black woman mm-mm-mm while snapping my neck <laughs> 
i love rod's satire and karen's heartfelt perspectives they are real show vulnerability and make me feel like i'm not alone there are some experiences that can't be shared with people who don't live in your shoes when i listen to rod and karen i'm in familiar company as an lgbtq woman of color i feel seen by them and will continue to support them i love you too thank you for doing what you do thank, thank you. you baby um yeah we appreciate it mm-hmm. um Any, and, anything yeah. on stitch up that no no stitcher okay. no stitcher uh, i don't stitcher but down yeah thanks for everybody that thank took you took the time though yes that means a lot um let's get to uh the comments on the website we got episode 1578 seattle podcon recap where we just talked about our trip to seattle it was very long when after we had kind of done some uh feedback um and you guys left how many comments three comments so let me get to these sorry firefax is moving a little slow uh trace windu says um love this and uh love this encouragement you guys are giving this brother who lost his job it's why i love y'all rod and karen at trace windu thanks oh, man thank you armand says hey family i love meeting the two of you during PodCon. thanks for the rick and morty t-shirt it was very much a dream come true i have been a long time listener and fan but i just joined the nation do nation uh uh that is on the recurring basis oh are you coming through with the money okay i'll see Thank i like you. i like the i like the rest of us here are so happy that day in and day out the two of you give us our our lives via topics and issues that we actually care about please continue this work please continue to sit with me slash us at work and help me get through the day also do more live shows tours cons etc you guys are pros at this and we love you for it be well and stay great Thank we're gonna you. try we yeah we we're gonna try we got things in the making but uh yeah thank you baby so much and people that donate uh premium members y'all keep the lights on like i said keep the lights on in the building y'all literally keep the lights on in the building and we really could do it without your financial support uh we we love you guys and we just want to tell you thank you um we know that everybody could be giving their money to npr and all these other people that's asking for money this time of the year but you decided to give to us thank you yeah and we appreciate y'all leaving five star reviews it's the best christmas present we could get the and it's absolutely positive free and um shout out to the android users that's figuring out how to use itunes i thank you i i, I know that for some of y'all y'all like this goes against my religion so i i, I know the love <laughs> is real but like i said if android had a platform we would be promoting that shit too so so talk to them and tell them to get on it falcons diva says i really enjoyed this recap hearing about love y'all received made my heart swell i did a fist pump when i heard you guys flew first class yes all i know is i need to make it to one of your events before y'all get too big for me to get hugs oh well i hope we never get that big i hope we don't either uh have you ever flown first class was the uh poll yes or no 36 percent half 64 percent said no uh nahan 87 says the first time and only time i flew first class when my best friend's mom got me a buddy pass for my semester abroad in london it was wonderful and perfect because it was my first time leaving the country i was super nervous but the comfort of travel first class six hours from new york to london was perfect the perfect nerve settler and because i had a buddy pass all the flight attendants treated me like family because usually that's what that means and it was only like 450 round trip because buddy passes usually give you like 60 to 75 60 to 75 percent off of tickets that's what i'm talking about now i reminisce about the wonderful flight when i'm crowded in coach (laughs) yeah i hear you man Mm -hmm. uh yeah it was it's awesome to be able to do something like that um you know 
uh so yeah if you, i know a lot of places you can buy and then you upgrade that's what a lot of people do so you can buy the tickets and then you be like well you know what i got a few extra coins i want to upgrade they put you on a list and hey uh, we didn't have any comments on our next episode it was 1579 it was lit and then the poll we didn't have any comments on the poll which was would you accept money from charles barkley for your startup and 73 percent said yes and 27 percent said no which uh you know was interesting because charles barkley gave a bunch of money to black women for startups in alabama or something but it's charles barkley so he has a history of saying some kind of anti-black insensitive things about women and stuff and and at the announcement that he was going to be giving them this money it wasn't any different saying don't be using it on weave and nail shops and stuff like that so you know i saw you know people on twitter and stuff that were like i wouldn't take the money and stuff and i was like i wonder if people would still take it because i think i would probably take the money if i needed it for a startup but at the same time you know it doesn't mean i agree with charles barkley but i can understand the conundrum there right and i've actually thought about this and kind of i don't say rethought my perspective mm-hmm. but a lot of people like me who which they will never admit this but i am who would jump up and say well i wouldn't take the money you probably don't need the money mm-hmm. most people didn't make that flat out well, i wouldn't you you're not in the demographic that would actually need the money mm-hmm. so it's real easy for you to dismiss it but if you're in the spot where you need this makes a difference like this right here might make a break uh your company or your startup going to the next level and the thing is i can take your money and do good and great works and great things you know with your money um i know all money ain't good money but it's one of these things where he actually it's a fucked up way to to, to do something mm-hmm. but he's actually doing something good mm. yeah i agree so i had to kind of expand my mind and kind of think outside the box because there's a lot of people that make compromises because a lot of people gonna know i don't i won't take the money but you know what you show cash that paycheck your racist boss give you you know people make compromises all the time and it's real easy to make compromises on somebody else's money that's not going to affect your life you know when it's you sitting in there having to make a break do i turn down this do i stand on my morals on this particular situation do i do i do i you know speak out and and, and and go forward and be radical when it's my money on the line you know my grant on the line all of a sudden my family might not eat based off of this decision that i may or may not decide to make you know it's one of those things but is this the hill you're willing to die on and that right there is not the hill that i'm personally willing to die on and i wouldn't tell anybody else to die on that hill yeah depending on their um yeah and then depending on what the startup is it might go that money might go on to help a lot of people in the community and your family and stuff too so yeah i can definitely understand the conundrum there um then we have episode black academic beef 2 electric book i mean neoliberal boogaloo 1580 was the episode uh tiffany says cornell west reminds me of the pick me women on facebook and twitter essentially anytime he is not the guy of the moment he launches an attack against a person who was under under the guise of black people let's band together and turn our backs on insert adversary because they are the neoliberal puppet of the white man the kicker however is anytime a bill maher cnn pundit needs saving west is the first to lay across the tracks of forgiveness and understanding whether intentional or subconscious west wants to be that one black guy and doesn't believe there's enough room for everyone else right yeah, he's the uh black academic highlander in, in my opinion as for your comments on hope i well actually before we go on i'm glad you brought up bill maher i was thinking about this um and because it's been i've been trying to reconcile it all week and i just can't 
i don't know how co how west can be so friendly with mar and sanders and not call them out on when they talk about identity politics um like i don't know how you then can turn around and say you know coats and michael Eric dyson and other people are too uh myopic in their view of blackness when your whole thing is that you let people get away with murder for your political associations you know like i really do i i guess that's what makes it so sad is that if there was whatever value you feel there is in critiquing ta-nehisi coats you know i don't i don't necessarily think there's as much value in that as people seem to present and i think if we examine the actual reasons why they feel the need to change his voice or to present alternatives to his voice we would get into some really murky territory about how we are obsessed with the idea of white people listening to someone and if it's not us then that person needs to be taken down until it's someone we approve of yep and not just approve of but someone that agrees with us in every single instance um and that's something i'm trying to get away from honestly i think it's one it's fruitless we we cannot control what white people will listen to we really can't um and then two um it normally ends up making black people pay for having opinions about black shit and i think that's kind of weird too right you know what i mean like there's one thing like there's when there's like a Tariq nasheed or um or uh dr umar johnson type person where they are actively homophobic transphobic anti-black like i kind of understand why that person needs to not be given a platform anywhere but there's this very thin line and i and i'll never know what people's hearts are but there's a very thin line with people like ta-nehisi coast where it's more about i don't like that you're being listened to right now and not me or my fave and there's a weird line there where it's like you know there's not that much difference between the people you like like as always i just think we need more people on the platform speaking and that is white people's fault right that ha- that has nothing to do with us that's that's all because them when they book like they've been booking things and like i said some of it's just flat out resentment because mm-hmm. if you book ta-nehisi coates and ava duvernay to speak i know people that will be fine with that pairing but they'll still have a problem with say like coats being there and it's like okay now what is that really about you know is he never to be listened to is his his work not to be respected is does does all his conclusions have to arrive at the same conclusions that that you would like to see like it's weird it's like a weird obsession there that i'm still figuring the words out to say and who knows if i'll ever have the right words to kind of say why i push away from that it's the same way i push away from a lot of stuff where i'm you know uh bell hooks has said some stuff that people consider like transphobic or anti uh sex positivity and stuff she's still like a scholar she knows way more than most of us about all this shit she's a fucking like i understand like and i have to you know like i don't 
then go well i don't want bell hooks to exist or i don't want her to be listened to i'm just like i don't really know where you put that you know what i mean like people feel like her work lacks a certain level of intersectionality at some at some at some point or people feel like ta-nehisi coast doesn't speak to certain people's experience in a way that they feel like he should and that's such a like nebulous because no, criticism that i can't really gauge it you know what i mean right because that's unrealistic everybody normally speaks from their own personal experiences and if it resonates with people great and if it don't that's okay too but that boils back down to white people having this highlander where there can only be one. Oh, oh wait a minute wait a minute there can only be two whatever it is five is the max four five is the and, max you and know i think also people are tired of black cishead black men being that guy correct people are tired of that and there's i don't think people are coming out and, and saying it they don't because i don't think they want to i don't think i think people feel like they would lose ground if they just said in my opinion this is just totally my opinion i think people feel like they would lose ground if they said the truth which is that there's no black man i want to see as a person talking about this shit right like at least not the guy you know, like i don't want white people going to him or anyone else that's a cishead black man right now i want them to go to uh lgbtq person femme a woman of color and uh, it's all right to feel and, like that right but i don't but i think people are trying to be gentle and not come out and just say that because they think it, they'll be dismissed like oh that's what you want so it's nothing he can do well fuck you then as opposed to just kind of like yo i i can relate to that i understand that i don't i can understand that by the way mm-hmm. i just don't think i think people are talking around it right because it's like you know i'm re i've read other people's work and i don't feel that it's that fucking different you know um so so then it comes to i think you know it's like, like i said everybody loves ava duvernay everybody loves ava duvernay no one's trying to take her down no one's trying to say i'm tired of her why she the only one she the only black filmmaker like there no one's doing that but that's because i run in a circle of people that would root for ava duvernay if it was um if ryan coogler was doing as much as ava duvernay and speaking as much as ava duvernay and becoming the definitive voice of black film i feel like it would be people starting to come for him like well you know this is wrong with his work that's wrong with his work because there is some gender war shit at work and underlying all this stuff within our community and i don't know what we do about that right and and like i said as far as i'm concerned uh as long as you are not anti-black right and you speak on these platforms and white people put a microphone in your face and they listen i don't have a problem with that now if you start being anti-black anti-lgb like if you start being anti a lot of things that i'm against okay i can see that but i also do understand people being angry because of diversity but the diversity is not the person's pick fault diversity is the people picking fault which happens to be white folks so the anger needs to be off the individual chess piece and, and and be pointed at the people playing the game and so many times black people fall in this trap where it's easier to attack smaller pieces than it is to attack the system so it's easier to direct this anger this frustration this sadness that you have about things going on and attack coats than it is to say oh white people y'all fucking up because for a lot of people they've given up and they've decided that that's not something that they can attack but attacking him is not going to cause the system to change as a as a totality and it it um 
and i and i want to be clear i feel this way about pretty much most black people because i because because this isn't a i'm a black man he's a black man let me protect this man i i said this about insecure with with Issa ray where i was like okay at this point people are coming for her work more because she's the person right now more so than the work is bad it's right it's, it's a matter like you're not representing all black people correctly and it's like her job was never to do that Mm-mm. so why like at this point why are y'all coming for her work under the guise of i'm not gonna have safe sex unless your characters on tv have safe sex but no other show that i watch even touches this topic and i don't have that problem like i don't have that critique of that show and it's like oh of uh, she's the person right now in a lot of people's eyes so her work has to be beyond beyond critiqued like it's beyond like i think it's critiqued to a level where it's almost ridiculous you know right um and i think that's kind of some of the stuff that's happening with uh whoever the intellectual of the moment is i don't i don't know so much that black people ascribe this much to public intellectuals in this way like i think in academic circles they might but yes. just in your everyday circle mm-hmm. i don't not your normal person i don't run into niggas quoting coats or west come, or come on uh bell hooks or mm-hmm. um you know or any of these people like nope people like in in the general public i don't think these storied halls full of white people listening to black people talk about race is just not a thing that we in general ascribe much value to you know like i feel like if i walked out and started talking to random black dudes that i know and be like have you read this ta coast books the vast majority don't mm-hmm. say no. no and i would even venture to guess um even the people that are really critical of him a lot of them aren't reading his work right um because i've seen them make critiques of stuff that i've read that i know is the opposite of what they're saying so i'm like oh y'all just don't read y'all are more upset that he's the guy and i don't want to be dismissive of people but i don't know the proofs in the pudding of these critiques like oh you're just kind of upset he's the dude right now and as always more black people would be the solution to me that's always the answer if there was you know if there were panels if there was public discourse if there was kind of open you know we've lost that gender that 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 like 70s and and 60s era of turn on pbs and because you know there's only five channels in but turn on pbs and james baldwin is going to be debating somebody and you know there's going to be a panel that has malcolm x on it and uh you know fanny lou hammer on it and and like we don't have that really anymore and cable news doesn't lend itself to that it's more about arguing Mm -hmm. so there really isn't a space for that that we could see who the voices of of quote-unquote black academia are right now um it's kind of like whatever white people like and like bill maher likes michael eric dyson and cornell west so that's why we know them in a large part for those that don't really read their work you just know them because they're always on tv talking you know cable news shows they'll pick a couple people hey now i know jelani cobb he comes on melissa harris perry show or something like that's kind of how you get to know some of these people but in general um i don't know that there's a lot of discourse in the way that there used to be so i would like to see coats kind of talk about his his where he and other people disagree i'd like to see that played out in the public form but it won't be via cornell west because it's just in bad faith from the beginning and i don't think cornell west read his work 
uh as for your comments on hope i agree with black people will never top a system that was designed without a mind without without us in mind in the first place however that doesn't mean we should just lay down and take it hashtag black excellent hashtag black girl magic hashtag black boy joy and the likes are perfect examples of us celebrating us without the need for a desire or validation from the majority our excellence and general badassery is not contingent upon the validation of a system or matrix that does not and will never genuinely see it for us yeah i agree like i was telling somebody that the other day when they were i was like yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't call what i feel pessimism i'd say that these are this is reality i you can't make me be optimistic you can't make me agree with you it's fine this is not me saying don't resist don't protest don't have hope yeah don't have hope don't i think that's what people hear and that's what make them respond they take it as an attack right and it's not an attack Mm -hmm. i'm able to believe this and still exist in this world and like i said if even if we're sisyphus and racism is that ball that you're that that boulder you're pushing to the top of the mountain and it's it's doomed to keep falling down and and changing and morphing and pushing us back down and we push it back up and and there's gonna be you know change is not a straight line it's you know it's cyclical it's it's uh you know it's push and pull you know i i can feel all that and still be supportive of resistance and i don't understand how people conflate my attitude with either a just not knowing or you're focused on the wrong things like nah i'm not you know um there is you know you hope we hope for you hope for the best and everything and i would love to be proven wrong you know love i would love to sit around and be like i guess i had it wrong but i don't know white white supremacy keeps finding ways to come back to the same point over and over again and america's not really ready to face up to it nope you know we're still doing puff pieces about white voters who voted for trump yes and 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 blaming it on working class and blaming it on not making enough money black people don't make enough money black people are working class latino people don't make enough money latino people are working class why didn't they vote for trump right why weren't they why didn't they turn racist like it only like it's we as long as we talk around the elephant in the room of of the general uh attraction white people have a bigotry we are going to be in trouble in this country and nothing since trump's election has made me feel like we're moving towards something better oh no Mm-mm, mm-mm. um uh Brooklyn Shoe Bay says I do not have anything intelligent to add to this conversation but a 45 year old woman uh as a 45 year old woman I'm so glad to hear that about a beef where I know all the players my now ex-husband is a huge Tanasi Coates fan and was also a big Derek Bell fan when they were we were in college this gave me all the intellectual feels these vocabulacious motherfuckers <laughs> yeah um oh yeah and I meant to say yeah uh Cornell West will go on Bill Maher's show and Bill and cause he was his big critique was um coats isn't intersectional enough you'll go on bill maher's show and let that dude be transphobic and islamophobic right in your motherfucking face and laugh at them jokes so i don't know what to tell you and y'all and come right back next month so i don't you know like if 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 they're like if this is a legitimate intellectual beef that you have with coats it then i don't know how you don't have this beef with other people it just seemed to come down to this one dude over and over and over it's weird jd says i limited my twitter for my sanity's sake and went back after reading that article the other morning just to see the that machismo again uh per, per, <laughs> perusing 
just reminded me how folks refuse to read and use google but still want to engage in debates with the least bit of information possible that's the truth i really wish i had that much confidence and or fuck it in my system to be so boldly loud and wrong i too am all for critiques and pushback and good substantive debates but this shit is ridiculous and disheartening nicole hannah jones mentions it or especially frustrating i agree with y'all and many others this was petty and lazy and possibly a ploy for attention y'all continue to be careful on these internet streets folks are relentless in the dumbest way possible yep gotta be careful with these motherfuckers man they'll run you off of social media just dealing with people that don't even want to be educated nope like there's so many times where i just want to link somebody to the podcast like can you just listen to this episode because i already explained this and the things you're saying trying to take me out of context are fucked up but honestly taking people out of context is kind of rewarded on social media yes it is so especially twitter so yeah I, you can never tell if people are doing it on purpose or not mm-hmm. and i like i said everybody different i don't have the time or the energy to argue with stupid people i i just don't waste my time and and it's not the fact that they're quote-unquote stupid it's just the fact that you're coming at me un, uneducated you don't want to learn you you're not trying to expand your mind or anything like that why are we having a conversation like right. in my mind there's nothing for us to talk about i don't mind being nuanced i don't mind going back and forth i don't mind being intelligent with you but when you come in automatically on 10 and you accuse and take stuff out of context like, oh okay you just want to act a fool i ain't got time for that yeah I, I think what bothers me is a, as a person who really tries hard to pick my words and and stay focused in my speech and be right i speak to understand and to be understood like i listen to understand and i speak to be understood i there's no bigger nightmare than people purposely taking you out of context to make points that you either already addressed or were not speaking to there's just nothing worse than that you know like i honestly take Tanasi coates at his word when he's like there's certain topics i don't talk about because i don't know enough about them yet and i'm like cool hope he continues to learn because you know he'll put his reading list out there and i'm like oh so he is reading about these things in hope and and i've seen over the years it'll start to show in his work slowly at first but that's kind of how shit works you know like this thing where we're all parroting other people like I, I when i read um angela davis's book this year one of the things that i ended up learning more about was uh the conflict between palestine and israel i didn't know shit about that i'm 39 years old i still didn't i don't i, I still don't feel comfortable I, as on the show i still don't feel comfortable enough talking about it on our show because i don't know enough right you know but she was able to make some comparisons and point out some similarities between palestine and the condition of black folks in america that made me be able to see the parallels in a way that i was not able to before you know like that's the shit that's in the that's kind of missing is um in this process is that people expect you almost to parrot what other people are saying even if you don't know and i think it speaks to a lot of what people are doing on social media they don't know but they parrot the people they hear um like i think it's kind of callous when people bring up stuff like um drone bombings or um palestine or something but they're only doing it to win a twitter fight and derail the conversation yeah and you're like oh you don't really care because you knew that there was nothing i could say or you could say that could even approach um any level of actual depth on this conversation but you threw it out like the big joker because that's you know and it's like if if that's how you're going to if that's all you're on here to do is to win debates and to throw that at people 
then i guess that's that's your thing but in general you're not speaking to it with any substance it, it, it doesn't even have to be relevant to what's at hand it's just kind of like boom i won you know and there's a callousness in it that but i think a lot of people do that they parrot what other people have said and that's kind of just how they go as opposed to really sitting down learning about it and trying to spread information to to sort of engage people there's a difference between engagement and trying to shut people down and so i I think that's kind of interesting because i think um in general more people if they were being honest would admit like yo i don't always know and i'm always learning so i can't speak to what i don't know and i what i definitely don't want to do because see i'll give you a good example chimamanda and how she feels about uh trans women do do is everybody happy that she's speaking on that do y'all feel like she's coming from a place of knowledge do y'all feel like she's uh listening to people or do you feel like i wish she hadn't said that i really liked her she should have got way more information before she started speaking on that because we will hold those words against her forever i don't give a fuck if she develops on it or not the vast majority of people will forever go i remember she said these very hurtful things to a lot of people in in the trans community and she's trash and she's canceled and forever da 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 not that anyone gets canceled but you know what i'm saying like those receipts will forever be there it doesn't even matter if she develops or not i think that's one of the reasons people stay in their lanes but it's like by being black and speaking about black shit you must occupy all lanes and i think that's not true oh no no it's not true just like nobody expects all white people to know everything why would you expect all brown people to know everything if it's not your lane it's quote-unquote not your lane and it's okay to be like i don't know and motherfuckers will get mad because you say i don't know well motherfucker you don't know everything either why hold me up to a standard that you wouldn't even hold yourself up to right you know and we and especially in a in a climate where we hyper critique and penalize people when they don't when they when they don't know something and they speak up and get it wrong we don't really go back and say oh well they didn't know the correct term was this and now they have changed and and it's okay guys no we go remember when so-and-so called so-and-so at this and like well they you know they said they didn't know about it and they didn't mean to we don't give a fuck you should have known before you open your mouth the end like i so i i don't know i feel like people are i don't know people kind of want it both ways yes they do and that's not realistic and i think the thing that frustrates me and i will continue to say this don't hold people up to a standard that you wouldn't hold yourself up to if you know that you wouldn't be willing to do it or you wouldn't be willing to say it or or shit like that don't hold somebody else up on a pedestal that you wouldn't even hold your own standards for your own personal fucking everyday life to i think that's the most dumbest shit ever and i don't do that yeah um so yeah i remember when that Meghan markle thing was happening and someone was like well how come you didn't say this about you know the black women and how they feel in this way i said because i'm not a black woman and i can't really speak to i'm never gonna tell black women to shut up about some shit that i don't experience it's just how it is like i don't feel comfortable being like y'all shouldn't be doing this why y'all sell it like that's not my experience i don't really i've never lived in your body in your life to really tell you what's good and bad for you you know other black women may want to have that conversation with 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 you you know that may be a conversation within that space but i'm not weighing in to be like "Mm -mm, this is the right way to view this within um you know within black womanhood i can only say what i support and what i agree with 
you know if someone says something egregious or i could be like yo that seems kind of foul and this is what i've heard about that but to to come in and be like nah you can't feel that way i can't say that you know but i I feel like that's kind of um that's that's the weirdness of being cishet black male in these discussions is i'm not here to step over people and tell and tell them what to think and so many so often black men have that kind of ego and they write books and they're telling black women what to think and what the experience is supposed to be like and relaying this advice slash i'm speaking for y'all listen to me and most of the time you end up getting sick of these people and rejecting them anyway right you know um and coach kind of does the opposite of that in my opinion where he's like i don't know i'll tell you how i feel about this black woman in my life i'll tell you how i feel about this mentor i'll tell you how i feel about the subject of an interview i had but i'm not gonna sit on here and be like this is how black women feel about this thing or this is what black women should do about this thing and i kind of respect that because i take that approach to a lot of shit where i'm like i don't really know but this is how i feel what are you gonna say i'm sorry i don't know but i was gonna say too and uh going back to what you're saying how uh, a lot of times, you know, when black men are on these platforms and they speak out and they kind of quote unquote talk on black women's behalf, you get the same reaction that we get white women. Don't talk about shit you don't know nothing about. You know, that's why a lot of times we, 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 we group them in the same category on a lot of shit because we're like, you're talking about shit you don't know. You're talking about on a topic you don't know nothing about. You won't, you won't actually come to us, the source of whatever the fuck you're talking about and ask us, what do you think how do you feel what are your experiences it's different you can say no i haven't experienced that but i have talked to to da 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 or i've you know and this and these other things that they had to say because then you're speaking on on you're, you're giving somebody something from somebody else's experience without you taking credit a lot of times they take credit for shit that, like if you do have a conversation with us right. and this is why a lot of black women get angry you have these conversations behind closed doors you meet with us behind closed doors because for some reason it's shameful to fucking meet with a black woman in public and say we're having these public conversations about shit that affect brown women you won't have that everything is behind a closed door Shh. and then next thing you know you're taking credit for shit that we do and then you wonder why we get angry it's because you didn't come up with this shit on your own you had to come up with it from a source right but the thing is you don't give the source that you stole it from credit and that's the problem well especially in academia right like if you parrot someone's work too much then it's like well i should just be reading a book and it feels like you just copied that like that was one of the things i saw when people were going on on west uh on social media which once again like i said i kind of stayed out of that shit but one of the things i saw people being like is well cornell west stole his work from bell hooks and and they, they start naming black women like trying to say like he just taking eight points and i'm like i don't know if that's true or not I, like i said i don't really know his work like that but i know that that there's this there's just this space right there where it, it is kind of that gender wars thing where it's like and it, it may and maybe he did that shit i don't know but where if he kind of read something and came to those conclusions or if he came to those conclusions on his own they're not it's not his experience so people do hit you with the stay in your lane why didn't they just have a black woman talk about this thing which is a valid critique but at the same time what are you supposed to do yeah and it's also one of the things too uh for some reason i don't know why people have this myth that black women's labor is supposed to always be free mm-hmm. you know so yeah a lot of times they won't do this shit for free and then get pissed when you be like hey i'll come but i'm a, but but it's a thousand dollars or five whatever my yeah. fee is 
you get mad at me well you want to pluck my brain and take my time and all this shit pay me you would pay a white person if, if they was to come in here and give they got them expertise on whatever the fuck it is you would pay and there's an animosity i think that builds up from if so-and-so's coming to speak and the room got 50 people in it and coach is coming to speak and the room sold out there's just an animosity that's that's gonna be there you know what i mean like where it's like okay i i my lane quote unquote my my audience isn't as big as yours and it's not my fault like i've done the same work i can't i've i I know what i'm talking about you know uh i'm respected within my community within scholarship and yet motherfuckers just look at me and go vagina i don't want to hear that shit correct you know um so and, and and so i do like all things when there can only be one and the white people are focused on something there's it's just never gonna be it's always gonna be muddy it's always gonna right, be muddy right and 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 the thing is is is, is almost like a case 22 because the white people in most instances where the money is and so a lot of times if you can get over there that's where you make the money you have black people that have been doing this shit for years and they make their money off of blackness but because right. they make all their coins and all their money off of blackness uh all of a sudden they're not respected it's considered less than you know all of a sudden you don't get the accolades you don't get the awards you you know you you don't stand on an instagram or you can't stand on an instagram quote unquote because all of a sudden what you do is worth it is not it's valuable because it's black people supporting it it's black people funding it but you're talking to that underserved market well also people want in that room though correct it's the echelon like that's the upper echelon of this genre of being black academic speaking on race that's the problem all of it leads to that room that room full of white people that pay money to hear you talk about race it doesn't matter that's i guess that's maybe i'm working it out as well on the air but i guess that's my ultimate issue is for me it doesn't matter who's in the room at, at some point and i don't mean that it doesn't matter like i don't want their voice heard i'm saying right. even if i agree with them even if it's the greatest person in the world to me whoever's in the room people are going to partially turn on them because they're the one in the room right because ultimately the pedestal there is always gonna the pinnacle of your career is gonna be a bunch of white people co-signing you and it doesn't fucking matter if you want to be or not you know to hear cornell west a guy who's ivy league degreed up in white spaces who's made a living on being in white spaces who's made a living as being the voice of black people for white people talk about somebody being a neoliberal darling i mean i guess it would take one to know one you know to a guy who got a hbcu who's a hbcu dropout it just don't come off right but like i said it wouldn't matter who was in the room i feel like that that person just gonna catch hell and the same thing like i said for Issa ray um shit the same thing for tyler perry 10 15 years ago right the same thing it's the always the same shit whoever is the person gotta get shitted on by uh, by black people to prove that we don't really like to prove we're not a model if we have to shit on this one person and it's like i don't know what the point like anyway anyway i'm just repeating myself this entire podcast a thousand come through jelani cott we see some screenshots as d rams a ph done michael williams says riding carrying intellectual beef recap was amazing you guys had a good mix of insightful commentary and humor i listened to this episode three times and howled out loud each time tupac in the background is perfect soundtrack for the black academic throwdown it's perfect for the i'm woke but you will get this verbal heat crowd i.e <laughs> Ange- angela rye and michael eric dyson 
yeah i only wish michael eric dyson had chimed in again but yes i love his vocabulary's ass listen his ghost of, uh of cornell west be that was that's that's the ether of all come of them. on all time classic i love his words honey you gonna get some quotes from tupac and biggie and some of them are your other favorite rapper i'm here for it can't wait to see cornell west on vlad tv explaining his side and him trying to protect the culture looking like his boondocks character this was delicious great episode guys thank you thank you um uh derrick harris says sick with the flu cough but karen and husband is helping me get through a ps get your flu shots the flu is real out here lol yes it is eve says someone needs to check cornell west blood pressure because that dude stays salty (laughs) the phone was who won the black academic beat this time uh cornell west uh ta coates or jelani cobb um 52 percent of y'all and the winner is jelani cobb 52 percent 43 went with ta uh, coates and five percent went with cornell west you know my man on, on facebook was saying how he wished uh ta-nehisi hadn't deleted his account the account from twitter and quote unquote like tuck tail and ran and i was like what's funny is he really did defend himself via his twitter account and cite his work and and show it to be like listen like he may not have been born woke quote unquote nobody really is but he's talking about the death of trans women he's talking about um lgbtq people in resistance he's talking about black women in resistance like he's talking about these things more than he was and i just don't think people read his work so it doesn't matter and i think that had to be the most disheartening part you know it's like if someone would lie on me or lie on you about our pot like they don't talk about this topic and we have this fucking podcast voluminous 1500 episodes of but we did talk about that and people just go in our mentions like yeah y'all don't do that i would be upset because i would be like that's you know like that's fucking disgusting that i i feel like my work is in vain or more importantly i don't need to be in a space where people are following me as if i'm a celebrity and they don't even check out my work right and and i feel as though it's real easy to tell somebody you shouldn't delete your twitter account when you're not bombarded with probably millions of responses yeah, you can't listen to them people they don't know what right it's like no baby and and my thing is leaving twitter is not a tuck and tail and quote-unquote running well you know what's funny is in that I, I responded to him i said well he didn't really tuck tail and run he kind of responded on twitter with his problem with you know and he said well what i wanted from him is like a long form kind of like debate response and i said you know what one we still might get that true because he writes for the atlantic and he does specialize in long form he may be sitting around figuring out what he wants to say right now he may never but he may also be correct we wouldn't get it from anyway i said also he responded on twitter and he was like that's not what i wanted i said so then what does it matter if he deletes his account right because because it sounds like you weren't gonna get what you wanted from twitter either way so why why call that running because you really do want him to to respond with some depth to these to this analysis and you know whether he does or not I, I think twitter wouldn't be the space for that anyway no it's not designed for that um like i said it had to it had and maybe it's just me internalizing and personalizing it has to suck when you have done so much research and and have literal proof and links to like this is what i said on these topics and like the first i like with the drone shit the first like five things he linked to were like this one i talked about drones this is when i talked about drones this is when i talked about drones and this is when i talked about drones 
and people were like see you didn't have a problem with this boy obama with droning people i'm like oh they don't even read or care no it just doesn't matter nope they've just been attacking people on social media so much the truth does it stopped mattering to people a long time ago yes it did um brooklyn shoe says putting on my kente klofska head scarf and malcolm x eyeglasses from circa 1992 now this the top the type of beef i like Ah, Dose Spacey says, Coast went out, MLK, Obama, we go high, like some kind of gentleman, let, set, letting the record show and whatnot. Don't he know he's a college dropout? Cobb came in with the pinch hitter, though. Amazing what happens at the end of the year <laughs> when there's a slow time. Yeah, I guess school ain't in. Right, and it's one of them <laughs> things where he was like, oh, my boy, almost like the, uh, what you call it, being Obama's translator, like, mm. hey, I know you can't say this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to, you know, show out for these white folks. Here's, here's what's happening. Uh, we had episode 1581, Fat Albert versus the police. A lot of people seem to like this. Yes, they did. Um, I even posted the, the, the video for my phone of us talking about it um spiteful chat says as a black person i find that i'm not really driven by hope as much as i am by spite but black people aren't supposed to have these negative emotions according to some even though we have every right to have them if people want us to have a nicer view of america then maybe america should stop being so racist come on right well why can't they write about us flowery and nice like they write about co-workers just saying uh <laughs> who gonna catch black lung and die because now they ain't got no insurance to cover that shit right but they 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 be like don't call these people names don't call them stupid don't do this and i'm like mm, y'all don't have a problem calling us names calling us stupid lazy a bunch of shit who ain't gonna who who don't who jobs don't ain't gonna exist the poll was easy do you get more racist when you are tired <laughs> is the first uh <laughs> that's the first answer or you can say no i stay the same amount of racist all the time <laughs> or i'm not racist uh karen which one would you fall into <laughs> two okay well that's actually the one that got the highest response 58 percent of people say the same say that they stay the same amount of racist all the time 18 percent say yeah yes i get more racist when i get sleepy <laughs> i eat a snickers man 24 percent say i'm not racist joe spacey says i never thought about it as more racist but if i don't get my z's i could be cranky as a motherfucker not to, no telling what i might say gotta be careful never know who might come back at you right yeah i always love when people say shit like i was hungry and that's why i had an attitude i'm like those aren't my responsibility hey sure ain't my responsibility like you didn't eat and somehow i'm in the hot seat like i gotta watch myself around you nigga you better get you should have took care of that before you got cussed out right um eve responded to episode 1582 uh tbgwt panels what we did was we took all the podcast panels we were on put them in one big episode if you wanted to hear what we said you could just check it out there yes i really enjoyed listening to your panels podcast of podcasters of color was definitely my favorite and i was totally fangirling to hear francesca ramsey whose podcast i also listened to but i enjoyed each of the panels i didn't know that dylan Marin was the guy behind the youtube videos of every word said by a cursing of color in a movie he's a real one for that do you think you'll have anyone on your show from the panels you shared you two had great chemistry with your fellow panelists thank you for putting up this audio 
you know we did get some of the information from folks so maybe mm-hmm. yeah we got cards and stuff we'll, yeah maybe yeah, we might start reaching out uh what's what was your favorite panel was the poll it was very easy um just three tough topics we love communities or podcast of color costumes of color podcast of colors one was 75 percent which makes sense for our demographic and we love communities 16.6 percent and tough topics 8.3 percent um i we really i enjoy being on all the panels uh what was your favorite one to do the podcast of color yeah i think that room was just so ready for us mm-hmm. and we were really in our element i, like I, I love them all but as far as like the energy of the room that one yeah francesca brought up a great point about you know the idea of a lot of people being on like having people of color on a panel about being people of color uh if that's the only panel they did that's kind of like you know messed up right um but at the same time that was i'm glad i got to do that panel mm-hmm. you know um that was probably my favorite my favorite uh experience there um other than possibly a live show correct uh all right let me check to see if we got any skype voice messages and i'll also check to see if we have any emails okay which means uh it should just take five to ten hours i know to get everything up fucking up and running for our computer to to accept yeah why can't why can't you be like the phone company i just should be able to change companies to keep my same telephone number mm-hmm. uh all right let me see what we got here um okay actually let me move i gotta move some of these emails over too oh no problem uh all right this one's loading we got a voicemail today um see if i can play it i thought it just started okay play it let me try one more time well i never called but i was at walmart and i seen chat with both oh what just happened Christmas, baby, you ain't leave your name, but Merry Christmas, and I'm glad we got the we uh you had a good time with us. Yeah, I don't know that uh I don't know that uh we count as doing things for the black community necessarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, with some people in the black community to be like, not them two niggas, right? Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't want y'all representing us. You think coats catch hell, right? I don't, I don't never want to be in that seat. No, honey, they be protesting outside with signs right I, oh, they say nigga too much they right. embarrassing us come on they country they yeah. from the south oh jesus oh his wife and that voice right yeah I, I i think i think i'm really good with uh exactly where we are right now come on it's it's like the perfect balance you know i'm i'm actually loving this don't know where the show take us but i'm like i'm almost like dave you know how dave Chappelle was like i don't want i don't, don't want to be famous like that yeah that's one of my that's actually my my favorite Chappelle stand up when he's like i'm I'm nervous right? <laughs> i don't know how to handle it though i'm not because that's the thing i know for a lot of people you know for a lot of our fans and people that love us y'all go y'all famous i'm going no 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 
we're not famous like famous is being not to be able to function you know outside of your house without being spotted we, we can function in society right um and uh yeah she's for those who haven't listened to the show that long she's referencing a fake movie trailer that i made for black history the movie yeah because i have a running joke that chadwick bozeman plays every historical black figure Mm -hmm. in every movie ever he's been james james brown he's been jackie robinson so i made this trailer um myself and i'm gonna i'll play it for you where black history is outlawed one man has to be all the historical black people throughout time to teach his class what it means to have black history starring Chadwick Boseman as Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream and Chadwick Boseman as George Washington Carver behold the peanut also starring Chadwick Boseman as Harriet Tubman. I can't die but once. And also starring Chadwick Boseman as Sojourner Truth. Ain't I a woman? Introducing Chadwick Boseman as Malcolm X. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Starring Chadwick Boseman as Rosa Parks. No. Featuring Chadwick Boseman as Leon Robinson in the Five Heartbeats. Don't you want to hang with old Eddie Kane? Starring Chadwick Boseman as Michael Jordan. I don't take pictures with niggas. And also Chadwick Boseman as Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. Then Chadwick Boseman as Little Richard. A wop bop a loop bop boom. Chadwick Boseman as Marion Barry. Bitch set me up. Co-starring Chadwick Boseman as Beyonce. You must not know about me. Introducing Chadwick Boseman as LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Chadwick Boseman will also have to be Snoop Dogg. Fuck shizzle. And Chadwick Boseman as that one nigga who bagged your groceries down at the grocery store. Would that be paper or plastic? Then Chadwick Boseman will be Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? And as a revelation coming to the screen, as only Chadwick Boseman can do it, He'll also be Karen Morrow. We need empathy and sympathy. And finally, Chadwick Boseman will be you. Damn this nigga and everything. Coming to BET this fall. Make sure you watch Black History, the movie. Black History. So that's if you haven't been around that long that's what she's referring to and yes every time chadwick boseman is in any movie my mentions blow up especially and i love him he's been thurgood marshall now and i'm here for everything he plays in but i i I need to look at his imdb and who he has um who he has coming up uh for his next history uh experiment because i'm here for it <laughs> all right oh he need to be acting his ass off i'm here for it he do be acting he be acting yeah um, honey if he played me i'm honey i'm gonna win an award i think that's the only voicemail we had this week i'm here for it uh i know it's funny because i i laugh at it still when i hear it myself like i was like what's wrong with me 
yeah uh anyway uh let me uh get to the voicemails because i think that's uh like i said i don't think we have any more i mean emails i don't think we have any more voicemails all right so let's see here uh we got three new voicemails um we got ria mean emails what is wrong with me what is wrong with me? He's like, I guess I was like, we gonna play another voice, man? So fucking stupid. Um, Girl Scout Cookies Substitute. Rhea says, hey, Ron and Karen, on the subject of Girl Scout Cookies, Keebler makes a Samoa substitute that's identical to the Girl Scout. I hate my coworker for introducing me as I have limited self-control when it comes to sweets. Needless to say, I will stay away from the cookie aisle on my sh- shopping trips. Happy holidays yeah i i've seen we've had those before mm-hmm. not the samoa ones i think but the thin mint ones i think they're called like grasshoppers or some weird shit yeah something like that that was good mm-hmm. uh Teresa says so ratchetness material hello rod uh karen and rod i'm a huge fan and love your chemistry humor and dedication to your craft you are like family to some degree unfortunately i haven't been able to support you monetarily yet i do sing your praises and promoted your shows i love your recap especially the walking dead if you ever open it up for your fans to recap with you i love to join you also the podcast panel sounded amazing they were helpful one day i hope to join you all in the podcast world as a fellow podcaster my initial reason for emailing you so not that you need more material for any of the segments on your shows but i saw that my own my local saw this on my local news immediately thought of youtube uh cool uh the sunglass emoji um and by the way every year i forget to ask for your christmas card if they're still available i would love one if not i understand i snooze i lose happy holiday they're still available we haven't even taken a picture for it so Teresa, if you're hearing this hurry up and get your uh address in within the next couple days yeah some of y'all was like i thought i missed it nah you're not gonna miss you probably get them uh first of the year but yeah yeah, you're gonna get them i mean look new year's still a holiday come on you know what i'm saying You know, we, you know y'all know we do a lot of shit y'all get it by martin luther king birthday that's a holiday you know that's what I'm a saying? holiday too y'all gonna get you know them so for some people go well, damn it i missed them baby you ain't missed them come on and get on the list email yeah. us your address at the black guy who chips at gmail.com well, we planning we plan on taking our picture tonight today right. so you know so make it after quick. this i don't know what y'all gonna do um and i guess i could send y'all the ones from last year but i feel like a lot of y'all already got those last year right. so, so i'm not yeah. gonna send them yet Mm-mm uh erica says hey Roddy karen i've been listening to your show for almost two years so this email is long overdue since i've been listening the show has become an essential part of my daily life um oh wait i need to save this article talking about that we can take them and sign in the old cards and stuff what the old cards yeah when we go out take them and sign eh, i don't think so That's, that that doesn't seem right that don't seem right um anyway uh <laughs> uh since i've been listening to this show has been an essential part of my daily life and i'm a social worker in juvenile foster care and most days it's hard to get out of bed but every morning as i dress i turn your show on from the previous day and before i know it i'm out the door and in the office oh Thank so you. in a way we helping you do social work and that's cool mm-hmm. a few days ago i realized that uh were it not for the combat jack show i might have never found your show which is a frightening thought i began listening to combat jack show before it was even a podcast when they were doing an internet radio show through his podcast i became a huge bomani jones fan after he first it was first interviewed there after following both for a while i heard him mention you guys a few times so eventually i turned in to listen uh one of the best things i've done 
listening to podcasts like the combat jack show to read and now your show have uh very likely kept me employed and kept the roof over my head i'm able to just tune out the bullshit at work and the world and or at least not feel so alone your sensibilities and worldview mirror my own not as part of your community i'm listening to what's the tea three guys on i mean now as part of your community sorry and i've been through the whole five starter archive yeah man firestarter is still my favorite podcast mm-hmm. even after all this time man um those dudes keep me in stitches uh i keep telling my keep me in stitches what am i a white woman i keep <laughs> <laughs> got that pumpkin spice over there <laughs> keep me in stitches yeah, anyway <laughs> <laughs> they just tickle my fancy guys they right. are the bees knees uh, I keep telling myself that I will write into you soon and it turned in and it turned into months and now years. You always think you'll have the time to get around to saying what you want to say and doing what you want going to do. Though I was a fan, I didn't realize how much combat had affected my life. Even when I heard that he was sick, it didn't occur to me that he would pass because he was such a monument. I thought this was just another trial for him and he would use it to become even stronger. This so this has been a huge blow, a huge loss in my emotions have been raw and spewing. So I just wanted to take the time to thank you, Rod and Karen, for what you do uh for us all every day and tell you how much you mean to me you are family i love you guys happy holiday bailey thank you thank you bailey and yeah for those that don't know combat jack uh succumbed to um i think it was like prostate cancer or something Mm uh just like stage four yeah just this week uh uh i think he was diagnosed a few months back Mm -hmm. and uh you know he was like i'm gonna fight this and stuff but um you just never know how that stuff's gonna go uh i know he was uh when he first got diagnosed he was like look take it serious black men go to the doctor Mm -hmm. get checked out get all your physicals and stuff um you know get that blood pressure cholesterol under control yeah and plus prostate cancer is one of those things where if they catch it early it's very treatable but later it's not um but uh yeah man um we had the only experience i truly had with combat jack was when we went to revolt con we were on a panel with him taxed on ironically um dj fn um and nori and noriega was there um and uh he was just such a welcoming he's a beautiful soul yeah he's just one of those people that i'm sure everybody has a nice story about him mm-hmm. but you know he was just such a welcoming presence yeah. uh he was you know he very, talks to you like he knows you yeah very new york everybody on there was so new york we me and karen just straight up from from the south and everybody else there is from like nyc and shit so you know they were super braggadocious and uh you know he made it a good time man we took pictures with him and 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 everybody after the panel and um you know he was cool in the green room uh bomani jones is there he's a fan of Bo from the from the from the morning jones which mm-hmm. many many people that do know me know me via my calls to the morning jones um so uh you know it was all kind of cool to connect and whatnot um and i still kind of regret because he told me like oh hit me up have me on the show and stuff and you know i'm one of those people where i'm like i don't know if this person really means this or not they're yeah. being nice to me in my face <laughs> he probably meant but that. uh i'm sure he meant it mm-hmm. um you know and uh you know uh i i listened to his show not as religiously as uh other people i'm sure but i thought he was just an excellent interviewer i love that his interviews took the time like however long the interview was is how long the interview was i love that he brought people back for two and three times i thought that was dope um and more importantly man i love watching him grow 
yes and i loved him having letting people come on and and have the platform without trying to be antagonistic or fronting either trying to be like fake woke and when the person leaves you back to being ignorant you know um it it was cool to watch growth especially from somebody that to the hip-hop generation was a bit of an elder statesman Mm -hmm. so you know and and i never not naming any names but i never saw him really shit on the young generation Mm-mm. and try to tell them how fucked up what they were doing was right. and how great his his era was and nobody could he embraced it all yeah it, it it just seemed like he was a um real uh testament to to what growth can be and um one of the few people that um was able to genuinely uh show the world like this is how we can treat each other so he'll be missed for that you know yeah and also he has a wealth full of knowledge like it's a lot of history and knowledge and stories and backgrounds you know he he's an icon you know and it's one of those things where he touched so many different generations of hip-hop and had so many stories about different generations of hip-hops because i know listen to his show he would go back where i didn't even know some of the people but you know they were pioneers of this genre of music and i was just like wow and sitting and listening to the the stories and the background and he bought a lot of women on his show a lot of black women on his show and let them talk and and, and their voices be heard but a lot of times that's a rarity in in the hip-hop field period and it's just one of those things where you could just sit back and ah, and if you go back and you look at all the things he's accomplished, he's accomplished a lot in his lifetime. Yeah, he's only forty eight years old, man. Um, and that loudspeakers network, I mean, that's centered around. I, I, from my perspective and a lot of people's perspective, I feel like that if it wasn't for the Combat Jack show, you wouldn't have the Reed, you wouldn't have Fan Bros. Um, like they built something there, uh, partially off of his work. Um so yeah man i you know i just think do like i said we wasn't like i'm not gonna overstate our relationship we were just cordially tight as far as like you know i seen him in person he was cool as fuck mm-hmm. so we would tweet every once in a while or something he'd hit me up with a dm or something every once in a while but like he was just uh uh he was he was what i hope a lot of people can strive to be right like you ain't gotta try to be perfect and you ain't gotta try to be fake and you don't have to be um on quote unquote all the time but i really wish people would be a more a little more transparent about and honest about their growth and about their process and not hop so much into this the zone of scorning people judging people trying to take people down or being fake towards people so that you appear to be some type of better person than you are like i i like that uh you know he was willing to uh to be a dude that would talk about things that typically especially as a black man i can't really speak for other people but as a straight a cishead black man so much of what we do is about uh putting up a wall like i don't want you to see me cry i don't want to see you get you know i don't want you to see me have like vulnerable i don't want you to see me uh you know um having conflict with people where i try to resolve it and i don't look like the victor and stuff like that uh i did like i think he was really good at you know i think he 
i think he had the episode where him and ben i mean was talking one time and that shit like i was like wow like that's the power of a medium and you can't get that on any radio show Mm-mm. you'll never get that on any tv show nope that that's something you can only get on this on the podcast and only when people are being genuine so uh yeah rest yeah. in peace man and real and see and i remember uh tatiana uh tweeted on twitter that she uh he's the reason why she was even bought on to the fan bros mm-hmm. like it was one of those things where he was like yeah you know so it's one of those things where he reached out to the community and i'm talking about like all the people of the community mm-hmm. and uh yeah i forgot i said um prostate, I prostate but it was colon, colon. cancer but mm-hmm. yeah and, and he had some dope interviews deray and netta had a dope interview on there i mean that his legacy will live on in his work for a long time i think yes and it will obviously it's way too soon to talk about what his legacy will be for a lot of people but i hope that uh it remains as positive as as people uh were feeling you know it was cool to see everybody going down the timeline with like this is my memory of him this is a thing that he did this is a you know that that's kind of cool so all right uh we had some gifts too before we get out of here you motherfuckers i know roger went to go check the mail and i came in the house like i had to help him bring some of the boxes in i was like what the hell is this santa's workshop i went to check the mail guys okay i went to go check the mail and the motherfucker i said uh yeah i'm checking my box and he was like yeah um you need the hand cart i was like <laughs> for what i know because right? i was coming to get my hello fresh uh right, hello fresh like i wasn't even thinking about like what i hope these niggas sent me some shit i just was like let me go check and it was so many boxes and so full and so heavy i need a fucking hand cart two trips to get out to my car you guys yeah and i had to help him bring stuff in um so all right we got some cars still uh layla uh i mean my mom sent us this why'd mm-hmm. you put this in i don't yeah. think this kind of sent it to the podcast but <laughs> thank you mama uh, yes it does it counts for my mom and, and, and layla and my dad thank you yeah that counts all right uh and then um uh, some of these things we didn't bring in here because we've already hooked them up mm-hmm. but um we still have the amazon uh description thing that comes with it make sure it's the right one and um all right yeah we got um from we got a keurig a new keurig uh k55 this is big programmable big ass keurig y'all um and we got it from auntie mame who Thank says happy you. new year karen and rod wishing you peace and prosperity in 2018 and beyond with love and gratitude auntie Maine. let me tell y'all something uh this character is so fucking dope it's so big uh because the last baby. one was like a single cup right. which was dope you know we had it on the list um uh, but i think i well maybe i'm being paranoid but i read somewhere where it was like if you had your keurig more than x so amount of years, years you, need to you are drinking it. mode and i was like oh yeah, so i, I was like let me add let me refresh the list and, and add it on there and auntie man came through thank you sweetie and um let me see who else. i think she may have sent us two things but i'm not sure um also we got um shireen sent us some stuff uh she said the black baywatch uh blu-ray mm-hmm. which uh was a movie that i enjoyed this year yes underrated movie i don't know what the critics were thinking right my was ain't gonna get a part two but i loved it right um she says hi <laughs> i enjoy your gift from shireen and a token of my appreciation thank you from shireen and i think she had another one it was oh oh um oh wait this is different hold on mm-hmm. let me see uh, i feel like she got us two things 
oh yeah. she did okay mm-hmm. i said two things didn't i okay mm-hmm. cool 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 um then uh sting the dude who also gave us money to get passports i know shout out to you baby he sent karen a water pick yes because i braces yeah because i got braces and i had heard about uh people using the water pick and i was talking about it online and i had one on there and he was like this one is a better quality so baby i got it because he was like i don't know if it's gonna get there for christmas but amazon was like we got you so thank you very much and i used it for the show it is really really it is neat um because for those of you that have um braces sometimes it's hard to get between it's like a water flaw so you put water in it's like a water jet stream that streams through so you can get like between the braces around the braces then mine has like different types of things you can use with one of them you can actually brush your teeth with it and uh you can get like up around the gum line and they said it actually uh is actually cleaner uh for your mouth particularly when you have braces because you're dealing with the metal uh so baby i can't tell you thank you enough y'all thank you so much for everything but yes baby thank you also i did auntie may did send us something else uh she sent us the mixer Karen got a five-speed ultra high power hand mixer uh red when for mixing like food in the kitchen and shit yeah because uh i had Crazy. put it on there because we got one but you know we've had it for years and i was like well it, you know we've had it for years it might burn out soon so i'll put one on there so i thank you baby so i could be five speed mixing my uh mashed potatoes thank you we got this card uh it comes with three glasses <laughs> uh okay uh holiday chair hold on a holiday free uh wait so it changes depending on how you look at it mm-hmm. oh so it says a holiday free of what does it say fear oh what should you be afraid of today and then you spin the the wheel and it tells you what to be afraid of this is this is just says blah 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 and it has like facebook twitter it has like the different social medias on there oh that's crazy mm-hmm. tweets posts talk radio uh that's dope man thank you who sent this well, they didn't sign it who sent oh is it on here i think it should be oh oh it just says 3d effect use one eye at a time to see oh so i got close one eye okay this uh, this does nothing for you guys oh wishing you a holiday free of fear what should you be afraid of today and oh okay cool oh and then it tells you that's dope it looks like uh, somebody waters the second sent us this and i can't tell your first name i'm sorry but thank you thank you baby maybe brian maybe um all right let's see what else we got here uh, we got another card um and this from portland oh look at this i Little know black kids ain't them babies playing in the snow oh um wishing you sparkle sparkle wishing you chair for a bright merry christmas and a happy new year 2017 ryder karen greetings from your one listener in portland oregon i'm not yet a subscriber but wanted to send a note thinking of your podcast i'm a faithful listener because of your insightful commentary and uh sorely needed last thank you for all that you do in creating independent black thought for the masses 
uh we barely survived 2017 but praying i know i know the 2018 is calmer and ends without the burnt orange julius <laughs> uh shout out to larry williams and i missed uh thanks again for everything and happy new year sincerely lynn charles aka random uh rob thank you thank you baby oh that's yeah so nice. we love the cards y'all can still send us christmas cards we we we'll take them till after the first of the year so if y'all want to send them oh karen you got this lip bombs was it lip bomb yeah i think the little thing is in there somewhere ain't the paper with it okay i'm looking for it and i know we're almost at the break uh before we go to the next section uh all right maybe it's in this let's see oh shireen sent you um yeah vdl tent bar triple shot triple red and it was it's just, it was some lip balm that was in here you can't see it because karen already took it out yes but. i have thank you shireen thank you baby uh lips gonna be popping they're gonna be flames uh we got this from oh our girl olivia in chicago yes and i don't know if i'm supposed to read all this on the air or not i don't but i know she's talking about their 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 kid uh and stuff i don't know if i'm supposed to be putting this government out there but thank you thank you baby her and g always send us one so you know we appreciate it can't wait to take this picture and send y'all's back um i'm gonna go to the next session before we get cut off we're coming right back guys i don't want to get get cut off in in the middle of reading this yeah we believe in protecting the kids yeah i yeah if she was cool with it i i don't know or not and i don't want to err on the side of saying some shit and then you know get hit up later like yeah so we don't want our son's name out there and like mm-hmm. you know like uh <laughs> like it's talking about like what his activities and school and stuff are like i'm like i'm not i'm not 100 sure i'm supposed to be Mm-mm. saying all that stuff especially Mm-mm. after the internet came for her that time right so. so we love you baby we out here for your protection right uh, <laughs> I mean, we know you take care of yourself, but we still out here for your protection. We love, we ain't trying I mean, to. I know yeah. Tristan won't be standing by the side of no lakes in Florida. I'll just put it that way. Come but, on. But that's just me. Uh, alright, let's, uh, uh, oh, fuck, that. Oh, fuck, I gotta take that out somehow. Alright, um, anyway. <laughs> God damn it, Rod. It, uh, alright, anyway, um, here we go um we got this one with a uh is this a black santa claus he looked kind of blackish but he might just be white just with a tan brown it says rod and karen best of luck in the z thanks for doing such great work from our family to yours uh jeff jack and rihanna thank you thank you we and uh it is always oh, a zombie behind santa yes, oh that's why it says that yes oh oh you just not realizing that yes no santa about to get eight dog santa about to get their business Sami santa would be so fucking scary you know how many kids would die when that motherfucker came up come on i want some gifts Arr. uh we got this one um look at these styles on these black women on this cover oh my god uh who sent this um this is a picture inside of the ho- oh got the lightsaber this is dope mm-hmm. this is dope it's from angie oh thank you <laughs> she says happy holidays Ex- hugs and kisses from angie wookie princess leia um and then she writes inside rod and karen i truly enjoyed another year of learning and laughing with tbgw2 i too have been living my best white woman of color life i put some stamps in my pa- in my passport sip psl and demanded the manager a time or two 
tbgwt has been uh buzzing in my ear along those journeys i know that 2018 will be bigger and better for you both my goal is to be at the next meet and greet and convention or convention uh if by choice if by chance is in charlotte point me to the craft fried right spot raleigh uh that yes. shit that shit sounds delicious it, it is. is um i about to say you might go today might have to i don't know um and then oh we had one more thing this now this was amazing now this this note is long as fuck but this this is amazing um first of all you guys look at this wrapping paper that's wrapping paper y'all that is solange motherfucker um <laughs> so um you, and you open it up and yeah we hold on to that i love that round paper we're gonna put it up there with the cards as a magazine called gal them mm-hmm. gal dash them and it got beautiful pictures and in it I, you guys can't see all of it but it's it's so fucking beautiful inside and it do, it's so black um yeah um it's uh it's amazing and then we also have three cards that came with it and they're numbered yeah and they all have long messages in them yes and we're gonna read it all babe because you took the time to write it one this is the first one dear rod and karen hashtag a christmas card thread (laughs) (laughs) she linked it up i i I, I, I met my with 240 limits. So I went to the next one. Yes, ho 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 with the black Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, dear Rod and Karen, thank you so much for your amazing podcast. I've been listening and following for a couple of months, and I found you through Safety Pin Box. Shout out to Safety Pin Box. Yes, I live in the UK, and when Brexit referendum imploded, I and suddenly all the racists feel empowered uh felt yeah feel empowered to stay being super blatant i was like what the fuck i realized i've been living in a bubble with no comprehension of the depths and reach of white supremacy i went in uh um search of info and found um the uh incredible gal dem zine a a magnificent online and print zine run completely by women and female color and honestly i think it is the best thing ever and i hope you will enjoy it as much as i do happy holidays maximum girl dem power uh to the other best thing ever which is your podcast also say the pin box i'm allowed three best things am i allowed three best things ever sure it's christmas why not anyway anyway when um when uh uh, tam fans was oh when trump she and she marked it all through uh when trump was elected in the usa i saw keep in mind it's a threat time to go to the next tweet two. <laughs> I like and next tweet this one says it's candles on top it says lit yes these cars is <laughs> black as hell honey i don't know where you got them but thank you to uh i felt uh kind of similar thing um of like lots of white liberal being like what the fuck and realize how bad things have been in the usa and how much they'd not known that like many left-wing feminist types i knit a pussy hat and went on uh a solidarity protest in london uh to read and discover only to read later later and read and discover later how fraction fractions and marginalized and unsisterly those marches felt to women of color um 
uh let's see um i think it said white women and many other groups were ignored oh i guess uh black women and many other groups were ignored by white supremacist feminism sorry i have really uh veered away from the happy happy holidays message here i will try to get back into the light anyway i realize i you know what actually let me tell you something when a white person realizes that their feminism and uh activism is slightly fucked up um no matter how well intended but it in many cases it erases and doesn't leave spaces for other people um that is a christmas gift we come appreci- on <laughs> that that is still happy holidays for like, us it is baby i mean because i i mean it's that thing where i know certain people are sick of hearing people talk about something that da, 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 da. but i i think regardless of how people feel there has to be some sort of uh for lack of a better term awakening yes it has to for a lot we, of folks nobody knows everything yeah and it needs to have it needs to be people being like oh i didn't know this thing i was participating in was kind of fucked up right it happens to all of us i didn't, some mean, level, I didn't mean to it for it to be uh presented that way but that's how you feel so yeah a lot of people don't do what you did they double down and say it's everybody else's fault but theirs yeah i just i mean like it's the right thing to do and but i know there's a big culture of like no pats on the back no this that or other but honestly i feel better when i know more people are paying attention correct and that you know i think it's their responsibility to pay attention they should have always been paying attention but that ain't life no that ain't life so it's easy to be the same way i felt about the whole combat jack thing it's super easy to be like you weren't born woke but you know what i that hasn't been my experience in my life and people have allowed me the grace and the room to grow and the trust to to hope that i can be better and i hope that uh you know people are uh you know like like i said i'm encouraged by that in everybody uh when i see it uh but yeah uh i realize i have much to learn and i want to build a less build a less harmful form of feminism and if i want to be a useful ally uh in the fight for black liberation safety pin box is teaching me so much the organization and uh completely amazing hashtag the best thing ever or um and of course they led me to find your podcast also hashtag the best thing ever listening to karen talking about um what is this reheat hold on let me go to the next thread before i okay so this is the last card Mm -hmm. it's yes queen yes so i gotta see if i can put the context clues so listen to karen talk about oh the retreat in jamaica was so incredible credible beautiful amazing hashtag best thing ever it made me realize how essential it is for women of color to have a safe space away from white women microaggressions white supremacy and white feminism yeah um and low-key black men uh i am trying (laughs) i'm trying all the uh all the time to find ways of remembering that and i mess up uh constantly but please know your podcast is a um source of inspiration hope and instruction as uh as uh as how white women like me can try and be less harmful also you make me laugh so much i want everyone to be able to live um their best life uh and your podcast is so good at at showing how i hope your entire holidays are drenched in pumpkin spice lattes maximum cocktails no poorly made burritos extra sushi servings for karen and no white people uh everything in this um everything in this um what is this pond apart from oh i'm sorry some of this everything 
and this panel i guess apart from my words was made by an um oh by a black a vibrant black owned business here in the uk oh so that's why these cars are so dope right yeah yeah she was like all her cars yeah okay oh and i think they call the cars panels there uh, i think that must be what it was okay, okay. made by a vibrant uh black owned business here in uh the uk i haven't sent this in search of any cookies please don't uh uh shout me out on the show but oh, it's too late yeah. but uh this large paper from uh it looked like k-a-z-v-a-r-e uh made it and the stay calm santa car and gal Zine definitely deserve bigging up i am in pto no no way i am oh in no way affiliated with these companies i just love their awesome products and how they are changing representation here in the uk and educating inspiring and lifting up black women which is the new mission for 2018 uh cast learn uh at the safety pin box hashtag the best thing ever seriously thank you for your show happy holidays x from a very avid uk fan oh and it's kazvari that's k-a-z-v-a-r-e uh and on the back it says k-m-i kazvari made it um yo this is dope thank you baby this was dope yeah you took the time to write that and gave us all this black shit you gonna get a shout out yeah so i appreciate it uh i think that's everything i, I think that's so everything. yo we we'll do it next week but thanks oh to everybody God. that sent us stuff thanks yes. to everybody that 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 left us five star reviews uh thanks to everyone who uh wrote in left comments left voicemails all that stuff for the whole year we really appreciate it we still have more shows to do um mm-hmm. before the year's over oh, so yeah uh i know we have uh jl covan is gonna be on the show tuesday yes um so i'm looking forward to that me too Um, so uh all right guys we'll talk to y'all later thanks so much for your feedback until then i love you i love you too